Ladies and gentlemen, Brad Solis. Hi. Hi, Cecile. Hi, Brad. <laughs> How are you guest, doing? I'm good. Mm -hmm. Our guest today is TEDx speaker, business consultant, and web pioneer, and former dot-com executive, Brad Solis. Brad is the award-winning author of Liquid Leadership, which delves deeply into today's modern management strategies that get boomers and millennials working together. He has been featured in Forbes Inc. and New York Magazine, Advertising Age, and appeared on television, radio, and podcasts, and other media outlets around the world. But Brad is going to switch roles here today on It's the Ripple Effect podcast with Cecile and talk a bit about mastering your short speech and awaken to your life's mission. In 2016, Brad was awarded a TED Talk in Tarrytown, New York, and his life hasn't been the same since. As a professional speaker, Brad has been the speaking coach for hundreds of people over the past 20 years. From CEOs to professional comedians and corporate presenters, celebrities, royal families, and entrepreneurs. And guess what? He lives in Las Vegas now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Today, Brad is going to share his secrets connecting to your passion in life, to speaking, and even landing a TEDx talk. Get ready for Speaking Your Passion with Brad Zolis. Hey, Brad. Yeah. Hi, Cecile. How you doing? I'm good. We're kind of doubling it up today with Facebook Live Audio and Zoom. <laughs> this is uh, the 21st century. You never know where you're going to wind up, either on Facebook or Instagram or Zoom. Uh, it's it's all over. But uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I get my nephew to help me with all this technology. I have my 14 year old son helping me. He's going to edit this afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Good, awesome. So well, I know you're very busy. So I wanted to ask you a few questions so sure. my friends and network will get to know who you are. So, Excellent. is there any way you can share with me, what is your superpower? My superpower, I think, is uh, connecting people uh, that kind of can be on the edge, sometimes not sure of themselves, uh, and, and aren't quite sure where to jump in on a conversation. Uh, if you ask anybody uh, who hangs out with me, I'll be at a circle, a meeting or networking event. And there's always that person. I just go, Hey, Bob, come on in here and share what you were just telling me an hour ago. And I think, uh, it's just a, about helping people not be so awkward. Not be so awkward. And how have you impacted the world with your superpower? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's the world, but I would say uh, a few people uh, have, have been able to connect. Uh, I, I don't know. I guess I'm a master connector. That's one of my favorite. I hate using that word. I'm, I'm more of a people person. I like to talk to people. Uh, I'm not one of these people who gets on an elevator and I look up at the letters and numbers and go, what floor are we going to be on? Um, I talk to people and that can scare the heck out of uh, other people. And I will talk on stage. I know people are uh, afraid to get up on a stage and talk. I'm not afraid of that stuff. And so I, I guess how I've impacted people with my superpowers, I just think I've gotten people together that maybe wouldn't have come together before uh, with synergy, with some fun, with uh, just hanging out, uh, business connections, uh, personal connections, things like that. 
And so how did you manage to get into TED Talk in New York? That's an interesting story. Uh, it's actually, and, and if anybody's listening, they should take a few notes on here because uh, this will be a few secrets for some of you who want to get a TED Talk. What happened is back in 2016, I was a little frustrated uh, because I was trying to get a TED Talk and I had been trying for three years. And I put in my applications and I had looked. And um, TEDx events, by the way, are regional TED events. And your uh, talk will be up on the TED website, but I wanted you, uh, everybody listening to understand the difference between TED and TEDx. TEDx is just a regional TED Talk. And I really wanted to get one. So I reached out to a friend of mine who had gotten a TED Talk, and he only had a five-minute talk, and it was so good. You know, Cecile, have you ever watched somebody on stage and you didn't think they could do that, and they did it? And I was so blown away by how well he did it, I asked him to go out to dinner. I said, tell me how you got your TED Talk. What did you go through to try and prepare for it? And just how were you able to, to just nail that talk? Because five minutes is not a lot of time. And we went out to dinner. He sat down and he says, well, I got the TED Talk because uh, I had put in an application. And the person who was in charge and who had volunteered for several years at a TED event in New York in the Times Square TED events, uh, Amy, he told me to reach out to her. And it just so happens I knew Amy as well, another friend. So between Mark, who had the TED Talk, and Amy, who volunteered and, and helped start a TED event and run it for several years, I reached out to her. And she says, Brad, I am no longer involved in doing TED events, but I know three that are looking for speakers right now. And the very first one in the email, their application was due in a half an hour. Wow. <laughs> yeah, so it was Memorial Day weekend, I believe. No, it was, it was two weeks away from Memorial Day weekend. And I just, as fast as I possibly could, I put together an application. And in 20 minutes, I sent it in at 10 till 5. I'll never forget this. Got an email back and they said, you made the deadline with 10 minutes to spare. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it took about two, three weeks, and I wasn't really thinking about it, but it was a very strange Friday uh, on a Memorial Day weekend in 2016. And I received two emails that day. One I had mentioned to you uh, privately in the green room earlier, and that is I got an email from the Tony Robbins people, Tony Robbins, to teach a millennial seminar to his uh, business mastery group and within an hour i received word from ted x terrytown that i had been awarded a ted talk wow. and i just went whoa we need to go play the lottery <laughs> the universe has your back <laughs> yeah i was really really blown away by that and so from that moment on what i did is i prepared being a professional speaker, I knew what I wanted to say, but I kept whittling it down, changing it. And by the time you see the talk that I did uh, in my TED Talk, the one that you see is not the one I rehearsed the night before. I changed just a few things at the very end so that it would come out just a little bit differently. And um, that's how I got my TED Talk. And it was very interesting, but I have, uh, I work with anybody who gets a TED Talk at TEDx Tarrytown, 
I had volunteered to be their speaking coach for two speakers every year when they do the, the TED event. And so by 2017, I helped another round of speakers. And all of a sudden, people started reaching out to me and said, hey, could you be my speaking coach? Could you help me get a TED Talk? Could you show me what I can do on that TED stage? And I realized part of my passion uh, with people and connecting and getting them to communicate uh, has come out quite by accident in people just approaching me to help them get on that, that red dot, that TED stage. That's amazing. So I have two questions. One, how sure. can we find the, your talk on YouTube? Oh. Sure. Uh, you can Google my name, Brad Zalas, and uh, the last name is spelled S as in Sam, Z as in Zebra, O-L-L-O-S-E, and it comes up. Or you can uh, Google The Age of Radical Disruption with Brad Zalas, and that should bring it up as well. That's awesome. And what about the Tony Robbins talk? I know we had talking <clears throat> about it when I had mentioned uh, Business Mastery that a lot of my friends yes. found. What exactly is that? I've not heard of that. Well, what happens is when you go to the Business Mastery uh, summits that uh, Tony Robbins puts on, and one was just here in town in Las Vegas, you get access to his ongoing coaching programs, and he provides content. So for Business Mastery graduates, he was providing every single week new content, uh, authors, uh, authority, uh, speakers, uh, leadership experts, uh, everybody was brought in um, to give a speech or to do a, a webinar each week privately. And I was asked to do uh, a, a basically a, an hour and a half, an hour of content, and then a half hour of Q&A. And Chad Cooper, uh, who's over at the Tony Robbins Research, he interviewed me for an hour. And we talked really about how to understand the millennial mindset, how to work with millennials, how to motivate them, and how to really change the way your organization can flow a little bit more smoother uh, by taking in some millennial thinking. And so that was uh, a lot of fun. Uh, unfortunately, the video part didn't work, so we did the audio. Uh, but it, it was a, an incredible experience to be able to work with Tony Robbins' people. That's awesome. When was this? 2016 as well. So I went from doing a TED Talk in July of 2016 uh, to working with Tony Robbins uh, three weeks later in August of uh, 2016. <laughs> wow. Would you say that making that decision helped with the domino effect of all these opportunities for you? Absolutely. And, and here's the funny part. This actually goes back uh, several years even before that. Someone asked me to speak at a leadership conference, which was the Silver Bay Leadership uh, Summit. And uh, that's uh, one of the longest running uh, leadership uh, get-togethers in the country. It's almost 100 years old now. And uh, I think it turns 100 this year. Our next, and uh, it was started by uh, people like Jay Paul Getty was getting together uh, with his, uh, uh, you know, employees and management, and it was a, a place where workers and management could let their hair down and just enjoy each other as families and friends, and not talk about business, and yet be able to sit down in a forum where they could discuss leadership and what they could do to help each other for the year. And so at the 
I think it was the 96th or 97th one a few years ago, I was asked to speak. And they give you a small stipend to cover for your expenses and things like that. And I said, yeah, I wanted to do it because uh, a couple of my friends were there that I had worked with in business. And uh, I took the train up and had a great time. But I didn't know there were people in the audience, uh, one of whom did security for Tony Robbins for like four or five years. Uh, another person who was head of HR uh, at, at another place. And then there was a woman there who was a PhD and got her PhD back when it was so rare for women to get a PhD that, you know, she was like the only one who graduated from her school. And she was just brilliant. We had a long discussion about millennials, but I didn't know this, but she was in charge of putting together curriculums for the American Management Association. And I got called in um, by the, the AMA to put together curriculums for training millennials and helping people understand uh, millennials in the work environment and how to manage them. So it's always about connecting with people and you never know who you're going to meet that can elevate your life and help you step into something really uh, amazing that you never would have thought you could do. Uh, following on that note, the backstory <laughs> is I went to Vancouver about two weeks ago and right. the, the, the pool was, there was a TEDx talk speaker that will be speaking during the VIP luncheon. <laughs> and That's cool. When I get back, I don't even know how we connected, but we came through each other's feed and then we connected and then there you go, TEDx speaker. It's in my vicinity right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah, it is a small world. And I noticed you and I, we have um, a lot of similar friends uh, in common. So um, I'm sure it's, it's always like they say, six degrees of separation. Yes, for sure. Okay, so my next question is, Brad, is there a time in your life when you made a huge mistake or failed that changed you that you will not want to do again, but learn a huge lesson. What was that big lesson that you learned? And if you can share it with the group, with the network. Oh, there, I have dozens of those. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I believe probably one of the most profound moments in my life is when I was standing out on my front porch in the, uh, it was the mid nineties and I was broke. Uh, I was married, trying to raise two kids, and I had started a business. And at one o'clock in the morning, I'm just praying to God and looking up at the stars and saying, why am I going through this? Uh, this is a huge struggle. What am I dealing with? And, you know, sometimes if you just shut up and let the universe talk back to you, <laughs> you'll, you'll get the answer. So I'm standing there with tears trying to figure out why my life is in such bad shape. And all of a sudden, this garbage truck drives by. And if you, I lived on Staten Island at the time. And if you know anything about Staten Island, there's a dump there. That's where all the garbage trucks go to. This garbage truck was going in the opposite direction. And it had a giant Z painted on the side of it. It was a pristine white with a giant Z graffitied on the side, like 15 feet high. And if you know anything about A to Z, Alpha, Omega, things like that, um, it was a waking dream for me, almost like golden tongue wisdom, basically saying to me out loud, your foundation, your trash, everything in your mind and your life and everything is being carted away and you have a new beginning. 
and I stood there in the brisk October air and I started chuckling laughing because I got the image because there were no cars going by, just this garbage truck. So it was sort of like pay attention. And I started to realize that I had based my entire life on proving my father wrong. And my dad had always said something about starving artists and designers and all this. And I had started a design firm and we were struggling like crazy. And what happened from that moment on, a year later, my company went public on NASDAQ uh, and we raised over $7 million and we uh, wound up in the Wall Street Journal uh, and we were listed at a valuation of $26 million. So you never know how far down rock bottom you can get because at that time, if I spent an extra $20 on uh, maybe a movie or, t or taking the family to a fast food restaurant, um, the next month I couldn't afford uh, certain things. That's how tight my budget was. And then to suddenly be able to uh, go public, that was really a, a trust in faith, a leap in faith, uh, and realizing I was approaching life not from the, probably the best area, you know, trying to prove your, your dad wrong or your parents wrong or I'll prove this person wrong is not really the highest calling. And when I figured out that I have to live life on my own terms with my own values and the way I feel I should be doing, in other words, impress myself. I don't need to impress anybody else. Um, everything shifted in my life. Everything changed. It's like the crash and burn, like what Tony says. It's in the moments of decision. It's a defining moment in your life when things shift, when you're ready to let it go, is when things shift. It's that yeah. story. It's so true. Uh, <laughs> you know, we're on automatic. You know, I, I, I honestly believe that a lot of times in life, we're all on automatic. Uh, maybe you go to church or you meditate and then you turn around and you have good friends in your life. But to go deeper, unfortunately, uh, sometimes you have to have a breakdown before you have a breakthrough. Uh, as they say. Amen. I can, yeah. I, can, I can resonate with that. I'm in my crash and burn right now. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, I'm in Las Vegas starting over. A lot of people don't know that, but I've started an, a brand new uh, uh, advertising agency for, for small businesses. Uh, I'm uh, starting over in life and relationships. And, and um, even my spiritual quest has uh, taken a, a new turn. And so I'm looking forward to uh, the power of newness right now, the power of, of reinvention and the power of just being able to now look back on my life and say, at my age, <laughs> uh, look back and kind of go, you know what? That was the first half and it was preparing me. It gave me a good foundation. The second half of my life is now going to be extraordinary. And that is what's exciting to me. Amen to that because you're <laughs> awake and you're That's conscious right. now and the lessons have been learned and it's a whole new beginning. Yeah. So, so rounding off, we're almost done and wanting to know what is your best piece of advice with all that you've gone through, all the successes and all the failures and starting over again? What is your best advice that you can leave? To all of us. 
I, it, it goes back to the martial arts. I, I trained uh, in Kempo and Jiu Jitsu for seven years. And my senseis always kept saying, you must show up always as a white belt. And even though I have the, the black belt, I shut up and listen. Uh, there's always something I can learn. And the most important part of all this is adapt to what you learn. Any new information that's coming along, you have to adapt to it. Uh, I did it through my whole life. When I saw uh, that electronic drums were, were coming into the world, I realized that was going to shift. When I saw the computers were changing the way we do handwork on a board in the graphic design, I went out and got a computer. Uh, when I saw that the internet was coming, I resisted it at first until I understood it, but then I was all in. And that's the key. When you get new information, adapt to it. Be flexible. Be fluid. Uh, like my book, Liquid Leadership, talks about, you have to be fluid enough to be open to new ideas and get ready to go. And one of the pieces of flexibility, and you know this as a parent, as I, and I do as an uncle, when you listen to the children that are in your life, especially as they're becoming into, into adulthood and they're beginning to form their own thoughts, you really have to listen to them because they're the future. And anything they're learning in school and college within a decade or two, that's going to become the norm. So I like to sit down sometimes with young people and just say, hey, what's the new stuff coming along? What do you love doing? And I'm sure you do the same with your son. Uh, and that's where we learn. Uh, at least that's what I've learned. <laughs> yes, I agree. And my son always knows the latest hacks. You know, has, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, they are. You're making things complicated. You can just make it so simple. They want to they want to work uh, more efficiently. They don't want to work as hard because they have the technology that allows them not to have to work as hard. So they're trying to work smarter. And I'm sure he looks at you sometimes and goes, "Well, why are you doing it that way?" That's yeah, like, so many times, so many times. <laughs> and you look at him and go, "Young man, I grew up when we had rotary dial phones. So please don't tell me." <laughs> what I'd say is, I played with rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We didn't have feet when I was growing up. You had to earn your feet. When you got your feet, then you had to earn your socks and shoes. So, so Brad, yeah. I know that you have the TED Talk Mastery. And can you share how people may find you? And sure. if you are offering seminars or trainings in uh, coming, coming months? Yes. Uh, all anybody has to do is go into Facebook and friend me. And I have a TED Talk Mastery program. And it uh, doesn't cost you anything. Uh, we do uh, two strategy sessions a week on Monday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time. And on Fridays, we do a, uh, what they, it's kind of like a watch party. You get a chance to see some of the best TED Talks that are out there. And uh, also, we're going to have Adam Homie joining us. And Adam specializes in helping you maximize the social media part of your TED Talk, whether you want to do videos, you want to do Periscope Live, you want to build your website. So we're, we're giving you a full curriculum for everybody in the TED Talk Mastery Program. And then if you want to get a hold of me, just uh, email me at brad at liquidleadership.com. That's brad at liquidleadership.com. That's one word, liquid leadership. And um, just tell everybody you were listening in on here uh, and uh, on the ripple effect, and uh, I'll get back to you.
Yes, uh, you can reach out to me and ask about Brad, and I can connect both of you. And where can they buy Li Liquid Leadership book? Is it on Amazon? Yes, it's on Amazon, and you can get it at Barnes & Noble as well. Uh, I don't think it's on the shelves anymore, and we're doing a 2.0 version. So if you get the latest one I will and reach out to me, I will make sure that when the new version comes out, you will get a free copy as well. Thank you so much, Brad. Thank you, Cecile. I appreciate your time, and uh, I look forward to connecting with you. Like, as I mentioned, living in Las Vegas, let's collaborate and uh, do some events and uh, help empower more people in town. I agree. I look forward to it. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too now. Bye-bye.